Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Emily. And this is Smut and Swear Words. It's still our birthday month, too. And it's kind of a spooky one. Not really, but it's a villain. I'm honestly shocked. And it's thunderstorming right now. Yeah, I'm honestly shocked that this wasn't spookier. Like, I got that it was like your villain vibes. Um, So my next pick is a serial killer. In an insane asylum. (laughs) Absolutely incredible. And it's the doctor. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for that one. Cool. I'm very, I'm psyched for that um, one. Yeah, this one, I wanted to do a villain, villain retelling, because they're like one of my favorites. We all know I love when a villain gets the girl. Mm-hmm. So, and this one was like all over book talk for me. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. Uh, otherwise, before we get into it, how's running going, sweetie? How's, uh, um, how's your life at the gym been? Okay. Um, I watched burlesque while I did my runs this week. I still find that to be the most hysterically it was appropriate a great movie choice. you could have picked. Yeah, it was great. Um, I did miss one run this week because I'm exhausted and my workload got a little bit heftier this week. Shocking, actually, for, so. you know, what you got normally. Yeah, usually my work's um, pretty chill. Um, but we just had someone on our team get promoted, so I got one of his part of his workload. Were you guys essentially? Were you guys real nice to to your person who uh, got promoted? No, because... I called him an asshole. Oh, good. That's not just us. Like, no, I told him he was a dick for leaving us. Because we had someone on our team who like got who got into like the department of his dreams, like super psyched yeah. for him. But so like he told us about it. it was like, hey, so like I just like want to let you know. And so like he told me, and I was just like. Wow, that's awesome. Congratulations. Like, I was super excited. And me, it was like, but fuck you, dude. So everybody's been like, get out. Get the fuck out of here. Um, And I still see him in the office, obviously, because he hasn't, like, moved offices. Yeah. And he was like, how's it going? How's, like, my workload treating you? And I'm like, fuck (laughs) you, man. But yeah, no, other than that, uh, running's good. I've been binge watching Oran Host Club since we talked about it. I, oh my God, I haven't oh had a chance God, when it's on. It's, I'm like, I have to rewatch. It's been such a good decision. Mm-hmm. I forgot how obsessed I was with this. And it just, it's been so like nice and light to watch Isn't after it? stressful days. It's just like a friendly hug. It really is. It's just the best. It yeah. is. If you're not into anime at all, I do this with all of my non-nerd friends, and then I transform them into nerds just just slowly with little yeah. little bits. But one of my key pieces of, in my arsenal is Oran High School Host Club. Yeah, it is honestly probably the thing that got me like into like reverse harems almost, <laughs> even though it's not like in the book. It should be though. In the in the manga though, there's much more of like flirting with all of the different. So if you're not familiar with Oran High School Host Club, it is an anime. Where the main character, who is a woman, gets mistaken as a man, ends up through circumstances somewhat beyond her control, <laughs> getting uh, kind of forced to be the like a host, a host. In, a, in a male yeah. host club at this prestigious academy where the wealthiest of the wealthy children go to do other wealthy fancy things. It is just, and it is. It is joy and happiness to, like, the highest degree. It so really it was, is. It was my, like... It is the perfect blend of, like, 
heart and just like ridiculousness. That's it's so that's why like my next tattoo that I get is gonna have to be Tamaki. Just it's it's gonna be a whole mix. It's gonna be like a whole big one because I just don't know how to do small tattoos at this point. Yeah, but it's fair. gonna have to incorporate like the main love interest. When he's upset, he just. He just hides in a corner yeah. and starts like growing mushrooms and it's being my all favorite sad. Thing. And it makes me. He just, and he just mumbles to himself, "Why do they get to hang out with Haruhi? What I want? I just really wanted. Why does she love Daddy more than she loves Mommy? And like, it's just so. It's fucking so great. weird. I'm sorry. Sorry. Anytime I love anytime he tangent. like goes in the corner and like just grows mushrooms. It's so funny. And the last, the last one I watched, he like was still upset, but he popped out of his corner, but he still had little mushrooms. <laughs> shoulder that's so fun that's what i want like somewhere tattooed on my leg somewhere so fucking but great it, it's, it's just him I, I i can't i'll go down a whole fucking hole but so just so you know like it that honestly is, it is great it's the first like anime you really got me into that the, i watched i didn't realize so like uh, we were in a sorority that's how we met one of our friends who we've talked about in, like previous episodes kara is also we met through our sorority she was my little so like my like who I took under my wing type of thing. I didn't realize. I thought that Kara was always an anime nerd. I didn't realize this until, because she's hardcore, like, more than I am at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize until probably about a year ago <laughs> that, I, like, she's like, oh, yeah, Oran was the first one I ever watched. You were the one who, like, had me watch my first anime. And I'm like, I did what now? <laughs> just, like, set this trajectory for, like, Core her. personality trait. And I'm like, wow, that's at least I picked a good one. Like, it's just a... It yeah. really is a good one. You've given me quite a good... A few... Whew, you've given me quite a few good recommendations. Yeah. yeah there I we got go. those. I've got a few under Whew. my belt. I'll, I'll thank somebody else who got me to watch Aura. Because the first time I ever watched it, uh, it was when I worked at Panera. Not the one that we worked at together. It, I, those were some times. I had a friend there who's like, I have a show you have to watch. And we, I shit you not, binged it until I realized the sun was coming up. And I didn't know, I had no concept of time when I first it. It's so easy it. to binge. Yeah. It's so, so easy. So, like, I have a long run to do tomorrow morning, which is going to be fucking rough. Mm-hmm. And I plan on watching Oran while I run. Which episode are you on? Just out of pure curiosity's sake. Oh, um, I just watched the one where they're at the, like, fair in the building oh. or the showcase. Oh, okay. And, uh, oh my God. Tamaki drags. Who's the one with the glasses? I'm blanking on his name right now. I know who you're talking about, but drags him out of his it's, bed it's in mommy the morning. Is the... Yes. And leaves him on this like fucking bench. Oh, and Haruhi oh, finds him and exactly. is like, oh. what are you doing here? Oh, Kyo. Yeah. Kyo-chan. Kyo-chan. Yeah. yeah. That's the one I just watched. Kyo-chan. Yeah. <laughs> He's, oh, my God. Yeah. My favorite, though, episode, like, of the whole, like, okay, number one, I love every single one. All of them are, like, total gems. My favorite, I can't remember order-wise, I don't think you've hit it yet, is the beach one, where they take all the members to the beach, and, like, Haruhi is, like, trying to protect some of the girls. Yep, I watched and, that one, yep. yeah. Only to discover that she's afraid of, like, lightning and thunder. Yeah. Like, that dramatic-ass moment of her jumping out of the closet. Oh, and yeah. Her, like, into... dress going in the back into Tamaki's yeah. oh, arms. Yeah, it's so great. After Kyo has, like, 
taught her the lesson that like I can overpower you mm-hmm. in certain instances. You can't just keep putting your trust that you have the ability. Like you have to lean on us sometimes. Like oh. I love too though in that scene. This is why these the should have just been a reverse harem because he goes like she's like I understand like what you're doing. You're trying to teach me a lesson, so and you don't have anything to gain from this. And that's why, like, I know you're not, like, serious. And he's just, like, after she leaves, he's, like, hmm, nothing to gain, huh? Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, ah. Well, that's in it. Okay, we're, we're going down. I can't. We were okay. Yeah, we're going to we'll go. like, 10 minutes at this point, And I can't. I'll go into the whole anthology. And now we'll go from that happy sunshine topic to we're talking about uh, a total, like, switch to a villain read, which was Liz's pick. Who is surprised? No one. Absolutely no one yeah. is surprised. I I liked it. I liked it. I think from I like, thought it was solid. I think from what we like like read, it was a good. It was straightforward. It was. It, it was, gave. I think I texted you this too. It gave you everything you wanted it to give you out of this type of book until the epilogue. Until the epilogue. This is another one where the epilogue let me down. Yep, hundred percent. Otherwise, it it was. This to me like hit all of like the standards Tropes. of like what you want in a smut book yes or like plot and everything we're like i didn't have to think a lot like i knew what like the next thing that was going to happen what yes. it follows that it's like order super easy to read the smut's good like very like standard villain gets the girl story yeah it was very standard i i was totally fine with it i was yeah. like i needed this it this was, healed my soul yeah i did too until we until got until the epilogue the epilogue <laughs> was trash yeah and I was so upset with it. We'll talk about why. Yeah, but let's, so, let's not get too deep into it. We're reading Hooked this week, which, if you can't tell by the name, is a Peter Pan retelling. But it's with the romance being Cap- the Captain Hook in this type yes, of thing, even though... Essentially Captain Hook. Yeah. Um, it's by Emily McIntyre. Now, she does have... These are part of, like, a Never After series, but they're all, like, standalones. Okay. But, like, I know there's another one that's really popular that's supposed to be, like, um, Scar. So it's Scarred. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of, like, these, like... Oh, reimagining yeah, villain stories. Show. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah. I've mentioned before I binged like the Katie Roberts one too. Like, mm-hmm. love these. I think one of my favorites, just like on that topic of like retellings, where like you're getting the villain side of things. So I always think the villain honestly has more of like an interesting like always character development, like backstory. Always. My favorite retelling is actually a Snow White retelling where. <laughs> The reason why Snow White is like as fair as snow and pale and has red lips is that she is like a succubus, like blood sucker, and that the queen is actually not the evil one. That she's trying to like save the kingdom from this like demon dead Snow White. Yeah, you're gonna have to send me that one. I will have to find it again. It was a it was a book that I got as a gift from somebody, and it was incredible. It was like a whole set of short stories. Oh, I love that. Yeah, love that. Um. I love any time the villain gets the girl. I just think I um if you're on Book Talk, you've heard the sound the about um the villain going a hero would uh let the or let you burn to save the world, but I have no such compulsion. You haven't seen that TikTok? No, I haven't <gasps> seen that one. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. I will send it to you. He goes, it's like this gravelly male voice that's super fucking deep. And he Ooh. goes, I have no such compulsion. And oh. I can't do it. But he's like, and then he's like, I would uh 
something like I would watch the world burn to get to you. Mm-hmm. And I just fucking love that shit. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So I right. can totally agree because I think that like some of the like love interests that we've connected with the most are the most fucked up ones. Like the serial killer, the always. demon, the like all of those. We've always been much more like always. I love someone who would burn the world for you. Absolutely. It is one of my absolute favorite tropes. Like the toucher and you die vibes. Oh, I'll God, burn the yeah. world for you. Yeah. Love it. Which we won't even get into the psychology of why it is that no, we just totally. we don't need to get into that. Not at all. But I, I agree. So I think like this one was really nice. Uh, if we're going to talk about our ratings for this one before we get wait, into. Wait, you have to do the description. description. Uh, you have in the description. Yay. Boo. Fine. Okay. Get into the description. Okay. Okay. He wants revenge, but he wants her more. James has always had one agenda. Destroy his enemy, Peter Michaels. When Peter's 20-year-old daughter, Wendy, shows up in James' bar, he sees his way in, seduce the girl, and use her for his revenge. It's the perfect plan, until things in James' organization begin to crumble. Suddenly, he has to find the traitor in his midst, and his plan for revenge gets murkier as James starts to see Wendy as more than just a pawn in his game. Wendy has been cloistered? I feel like I'm not saying that right. What's the spelling? C-L-O-I-S. Cloistered. Cloistered. Yeah. Wendy has been cloistered away most of her life by her wealthy, cold father. But a spontaneous night out with her friends turns into an intense and addictive love affair with the dark and brooding James. As much as she knows James is dangerous, Wendy can't seem to shake her desire for him. But as their relationship grows more heated and she learns more about the world he moves in, she finds herself unsure if she's falling for the man known as James or the monster known as Hook. It's fucking sexy. Ugh. Just. Ugh. I think that this was another one that we got somewhat of a new kink in it, too, with the breath play piece of it. We've got, like, choking and stuff. We've never got somebody who, like, reaches their peak through, like, breath play and, like, deprivation and stuff. Yeah, I would say... It's not my thing, but it was interesting. We got it a little bit in um, Does It Hurt? Oh, very true. I forgot. With the water. Yeah. But I think this is more I like this more than that bullshit. To my, in my opinion, because it's actually his hand. And it's also not him shoving her yeah. in water that's infested with sharks. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that too. But I, I mean, he also shoves her head in water that is not shark infested. <laughs> and I don't know. Like, to me, that just seems more detached. I think there's something very more, like, much more intimate knowing that he's, like, looking at her and he has that control. Oh, God, yeah. And, like, face to face. Yeah, well, she's got I a good hand it. necklace going. Yeah, well, I love I mean, that shit. I love a good hand necklace to begin with. One of my faves. Honestly, I need a good... I, I went searching for one after we had this conversation before about, like, a hand necklace where I'm like, I want, as my own little, like, kinky, like, necklace to wear, like, a hand, like, in a certain position that's, like, yeah. gold. Oh, yeah. a little bit, like, subtle that I just want to have for my own, like, yeah. to wear. Oh, yeah. I couldn't find anything, though. Everything was boring. Um, Try skeleton hand next time. Ooh. I like that. Um, but yeah, so ratings for me, the plot was a three. It's very basic. It's very standard. Very standard. He's a gangster. Drugs. Total, like, very typical 
villain in a modern setting yeah. type of thing. Nothing was super shocking. No. It's, yeah, it was fine. It's like watching a comfort movie that you've seen before, but you still love to watch anyways. Yep, with just slight slight variations on the characters yeah. who are going through these different plot points. Um, Spice for me, though, was a four and a half. It was not a four and a half for me. This was still I a really three. Liked it. it was still a three for me. Like it just across the board, it would just it hit like the solid average, and I'm like, this is good. It's fine. Does not blow me away in any sort of way. Villains just get me going, man. I know, but you just get an extra point for being a villain. Here's the thing. Maybe we've just read some real twisted motherfuckers, but like, he was a villain, but like not that much of one yeah, to he, me. He's just a drug dealer. Yeah. So like, it wasn't like he's a gangster. Yeah. So like straight up, he's just he, a three. He's a gangster. Yeah. Like to me, it's it's again, it's a modern retelling of a villain. Um, he kills his uncle. You find that out like right in the beginning. Oh, trigger warnings. There's major ones for this one. Yeah. So I have the list for trigger warnings. So you've got obviously graphic sexual scenes, graphic violence, child abuse, domestic violence, not between the main characters, but it is talked about murder, torture, death and terminal illness. Yeah. There's a lot of trigger warnings. There's a lot of trigger warnings in this one. Um, I think that this one's interesting uh, from the perspective of, like, how they have the characters. Because this is, like, when you're talking about, like, the villain, it's always that, like, the perceived good guy in this type of situation is honestly shittier than the villain. So, like... Oh, yeah. Peter would be, you know, your take of, like, a good person. I feel like that's person. very common when you get a villain retelling like this. Though. Oh, God, yeah. Like, the, the quote-unquote, like, good character Mm -hmm. from like the traditional story always ends up being shittier which i kind of want like i I want us to find one of these where the perceived good guy is actually kind of a good guy but she just really isn't fucking into that shit like that's the Mm. where she's much more into like you're not a bad guy just the wrong guy type vibes i want that i want where like she does end up with the villain because it's the same where he's complicated and there's like reasons and backgrounds and blah 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 but I want the good guy to actually be a good guy. Okay. And like, I want him to like try yeah. and like rescue her at pieces from the villain only for her to be like, nah, no, nah, thanks, bro. Yeah. So I want to find that. So if anyone knows of a book like that, I'm, I'm trying to think I'm going to throw it up in the forums and see yeah. what comes up because that I think is uh, a, a little niche that I want to. Yeah. They're definitely out there for sure. I, you would think so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cause I, I, while we all love the good guy, sometimes we just want to tell him to go and fuck himself if he's the nice guy. I think that's what I'd actually like more is the nice guy who thinks that, well, she's got to like me because I'm the nice guy and I've got to save her from this, you know, type. Yeah. Of get fucked. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, all right. So, yeah. But basically, you've got James and Wendy. James's nickname is Hook because he's got a hook knife that he likes to stabby stab with. Um, you've got Rufus, who's like his mentor figure, who's a big one. You've got Wendy's friend, Angie. Her dad is Peter. Um, I do love the little like nods though to like the original, like Peter Pan story. Like the drug is Pixie. Yeah. It's very much, um, and maybe I just haven't read, like, the original, like, telling of Peter Pan in so long, but it seems like a lot of the references are much more to the Disney version than anything else. Oh, for sure. For sure. 
Because, like, the dress that Wendy ends up wearing multiple times that ends up being, like, Hook's favorite color is that pale baby oh, yeah. blue with, like, the no, no, choker no. that, like, We're she totally wears. We're thinking Disney. It's Disney versions Okay, that's here. what I just want to make 100% sure. 100% Disney versions. Because even, like, Tina Bell, who is, you know, yes. Peter's assistant slash it's, girlfriend. The airline the... is never air. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. Because, like, I want to make sure I was, like, under. Oh, no, 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 no. I was it's getting. definitely Disney. Okay. It's definitely Disney. Cool, 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 no, cool, no, cool, no, cool. no doubt. No yeah. So... Um, her brother is also, uh, what's her Jonathan. Jonathan. Thank you. I didn't write it down for some reason. But yeah, so basically you get. Can I ask? Yeah. Was, uh, so in this, technically, like, James slash Hook is not, like, the leader of, like, his. He's not the captain of his ship. It's He's actually, like, the no. mafia that he's in is led by a man named Rue. I can't yes. remember. Is that a reference or not? Because I couldn't place that. I didn't think so which seems like a weird character to be like and we just ain't gonna have a tie-in so that's why i was like i guess my thing was i don't know who he would have been tied to in the original or in the disney peter pan Mm because like there's mentions of the twins right the gang's called the lost boys like i just don't know who like rufus would have been tied to yeah because like hook's a grown-ass fucking adult in the disney peter pan like he, he is the leader but I think they had the reason that's put in is obviously is like a, a trigger. To I feel like they could have had it be like Wendy's like parents or something could have been like they could have pulled like one of those names or something of like the adults or whatever. I don't think they have names. They don't. I thought they aren't did. they just called darling. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Which he calls her darling. That's yeah. his nickname for her. Well, so I her, thought that her was name cute. Is Wendy darling in the. The, right. the movies. So. Right. That's why I was like, I was like, okay, so that's cute. Yeah, it was super cute. Um, um, but no, so like I loved all the little like nods and everything yeah. to like the story that like connected. I thought that that was super cool. Um, and it was, I mean, it was it was solid. That's the thing. It was just it was. If you're looking for a smutty retelling of Peter Pan, I gave Pan, it a three and a half. Fucking go for out it. Out of five total. Yeah, it, it was, was a good one. super solid. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed reading it. I love me a villain. There were some great fucking lines. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, but it really, it really was one of those where it was like one of the revenge stories. So it is that yeah. like it starts out with you seeing James is like a younger boy, like killing his uncle who has, you know, sexually abused him and tortured him basically yep. since his parents died. You already get that his main goal in life is to get revenge on the person who murdered his parents, who you end up finding out is Peter. Yeah. So he, you know, killed James's parents and he's going to go after him. Because they used to be business partners. Yes. And... And they were all of him and his parents were in a plane crash. And somehow and Hook he survived lived. a plane crash while he was yeah. a kid. But no, it's fine. We don't need to get into we that. don't need to get into the details. People it's, survive it's plane crashes. It's fine. There's we'll get into we'll, we'll talk about that later. I'm not going to dive into it. Um, but so like in his whole like quest and everything, it's, of course, by coincidence, Peter and his family a.k.a. just Wendy and Jonathan yep. moved to the same town where Hook and his whole little organization is located. Yep. She happens to go to the club with a person like, with a friend of hers, a.k.a. the Jolly Roger. Which loved that. Love it. Loved the name. Yep. Where um, he because spots her. Angie. So her friend Angie is also friends with this girl Maria, who's a major bitch. But yep. Maria's basically just been trying to hop on that dick. Oh, yeah. And James couldn't give two shits. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, all right, well, you can come out with us. She's almost 21. But so she ends up using like a fake ID. James spots her 
immediately knows who she is. Yep. Immediately and goes, cool. I'm going to like take what's most precious to Peter and like fuck her over essentially. Yeah. But of course it's it's that irresistible I fall for you you're I I would do anything for you almost from like the get go where he's like trying to hide his not realize what his feelings are mm-hmm. and then he's like wow I don't feel love for people but I find myself being protective and jealous over her and yeah. all of this blah blah so blah So he stuff. comes on very strong and is like you should go out with me I want to take you out and very charming and like not like the j- she like who sorry Wendy kind of splits the two of them as like the James versus the hook. And so she like really starts going out with James. Like she doesn't know, like she knows the nickname, but she doesn't know what it's for. Right. So she more associates like this kind, caring man who's taking care of Mm -hmm. her. And she's one of those like for context in this world. I love that how they do this where it's uh, she talks about like, this relationship with her dad that she used to be very very close with him to the point where he would always refer to her as his little shadow love that but as they've gotten older and like since her mom died he's been flying off constantly Mm -hmm. so that she's never like he's never around he's never around he's never around and he never pays attention to jonathan there's a whole like dynamic there yep um and it's I just I love those little tiny like nods. The language in this I thought was like great. How the author like played it's into it. It's super cute for, for like a it's fan great. of the story. It's like oh ooh, yeah, how satisfying. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, so yeah, Peter's never home. He essentially just wants to sh- send John off to boarding school. Um. There's like a leak in the organization currently for James and they're trying to figure out what's going on with that. At the same time, Rufus or Rue, his mentor is like, Peter wants to get into business with us and transport our drugs. And he's like, Hmm, that's not a good idea. But here's, I think one of the, like one of my questions slash like minor potholes, why would James tell Rue about all the stuff that happened with his uncle and like have his like he knows that he killed his uncle he knows why he knows like some of the triggers that James has which happens to be like a ticking clock Mm -hmm. and like a stopwatch and everything why is that something that he knows but not the fact that Peter killed his parents and that's like his that didn't like for their relationship I didn't understand why that wasn't shared that didn't make any sense to me yeah I so i if I'm remembering correctly, when he says that he that Rue knows everything that went down with his uncle, I think he mentions though that he's his Rue still didn't know the extent of the abuse that he suffered from his uncle. Okay. I think he just knew that he was abused. Mm-hmm. And I think it was wasn't it like right after he killed his uncle that like in that like heightened state that he tells Rue what happened or it was I can't remember it was after some event and he was like in that like hyper emotional Mm -hmm. sense that he like told Rue what happened but if I'm remembering correctly he didn't like fully go into details even with that okay it was like he knew the basis but not everything all right that makes sense yeah um but yeah so you just for the majority of it, it is kind of like a little bit of back and forth of their relationship. The classic mafia stuff of something's going wrong. We yep. have to find the mole. Like, 
they're trying to like lead you to who like you're going to think it's going to be. You think all this stuff is happening because of Peter. Yep. Twist. It's not. It's not all Peter. It actually isn't all Peter. It's not all Peter. Yep. Um. But yeah. So essentially, like, they make a plan. They start dating. Um, James is very like flirtatious right off the bat. Very oh, yeah. smooth. Um, but he likes part of like what he likes about Wendy's is Jack. She's actually a little like sassier and snarkier yeah. than he anticipated. Oh yeah, she I would love be. immediately Wendy's like he brings out the side of me that I don't want to just like sit and be quiet like I have for like my dad all these years yeah. like he makes I, her feel like an equal unlike right. with her dad where she always felt like she was below him yep which we'll get into why but like this area and this development is one of the reasons i don't like the epilogue because of like how it develops Same. so Same. like you take all this time to establish that one of the reasons why you you like him is because of the freedom and the yeah i don't like that he gives. yeah the epilogue kind of takes it away it. So they have this first date. Of course, Hook lives on a yacht in a marina. Of course he does. A fucking course. Fucking hysterical. So he like makes her dinner. And she, I love that she has this Who line Who makes though. dinner? Shmee. Sorry. Yeah. So Shmee. His, his first mate Shmee his first is there. Shmee. Yeah. Who is a, like a homeless kid that he picked up. Yep. Who, you know, he gave him a shot and he earned his trust. And, you know, so he's on like the boat taking care of everything. Yeah. But one of those were, again, I guess kind of like Rue, where they don't really know a ton about each other, but they just kind of. They don't ever talk. Rely. No, they don't talk, but they just rely on each other. Yeah. Um, I love like on this date, though, right? You're on this very expensive yacht. It's all like romantic. And she's like, I can't tell if you're just trying to impress me or not. Uh-huh. He's like, hey, I am. Is, it like, is it working? She's, like, she's no. like, no, not really. No. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, I thought that was um, great. They immediately start getting busy oh god yeah which was great you get a hand necklace you get some you get some fingering it's great yeah well because she she opens up to him real quick because she already feels like that's safety with him quote unquote oh yeah to let him know that like how she gets off because she's a virgin but how yeah. she gets off is like when she's you know playing with herself is by holding her breath yeah so she's it's, full it's into the breath, breath play. play yeah, yeah. Um, of course, immediately he's like, oh, Wendy's becoming a weakness. <laughs> Ugh, gag me. I mean, I hate I hate this shit. Like, I know it is what it is. And it's part I of know. like this thing. It's so standard. But I'm just like, Ugh, whatever, buddy. No shit, Sherlock. Well, he's still like it is. It's just the continued like development of their relationship. Like it's more him getting like pulled into her life and like being there for her, even though he doesn't really realize what's happening and like not necessarily being there as much for Rue, even though, you know, he's concerned about the involvement of Peter. They have a meeting that goes a little bit sketchy um, and he's supposed to like meet back up with him later to like finalize details. But James is off with Wendy and Jonathan taking them to the boarding school and making sure that Jonathan's going to be safe because this place has a shit reputation of treating these students there like terribly. Shit. Yeah. Uh, but when he like comes back and goes to meet up with Rue, Rue is dead. Like full, like up against like a tree, gutted dead. It is like yep. absolutely devastating. And for some reason in like James's twisted mind, he blames Wendy. He blames Wendy because he's like, she knew this was going to happen. She's he, She was sent to distract me. Yeah, she, it, he instantly thinks that Wendy is in on it. Mm -hmm. um, so 
he essentially locks her in his bedroom on the yacht. Well, yeah, because he kidnaps her. Yeah. Only when okay, so he kidnaps her for three plus days until he gets her to like go to this gala to like show her and off to his dad, like her dad. Her dad doesn't even doesn't know, know that she's been gone. Which that makes Wendy that pisses me off. It. Because Peter like should have known like he like part of what like it's kinda like wow, how it was gonna progress was that Peter was getting security that was gonna have to like watch over Wendy at the mansion that they were at. And then she gets kidnapped. So, like, he's had security go. And his initial reaction to, like, the daughter who has followed him everywhere and who is his little shadow, quote, unquote, is, oh, she's throwing a tantrum and just ran away. Because has she ever done that before? You absolute idiot. He's fucking stupid. Yeah, so she's pissed. She's absolutely pissed. So, like, at this gala, she can 100% tell that, like, her dad is not who she thought he was. No, because she's had no clue. No. And that something happened to... Because she's met Rue. Yeah. She knew who he was. Something's happened to him. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what. But she's like instantly mad at her dad. And is like, you're a fucking asshole. Because he tries to pull the whole, you don't know who you're sitting next to thing. And she's like, I don't know who you fucking are. Yeah. And so I will say like, that's one of the things I did like about this one is that Wendy like very much finds her voice early on yeah and is not afraid to like stand up for herself to her dad which yeah i I was happy about that because you can i feel like sometimes you get this trope when the girl's just so like meek it drives me fucking insane yeah i think the only thing that like irritated me about this so like he kidnaps her it's been three days this entire three-day period he's Mm -hmm. just set on the fact that She's lying. There's no way that she couldn't have known. She's like evil and like fuck kind of dumb. He's kind of dumb in this moment, like for sure. It's not until the gala when like he she, number one he at first thinks she's fucking with him yeah. because he like she asks like oh that's like so ha- like great that like Rue retired right not realizing that these like high powerful people are fucking with him right and like messing with his like like mind and everything. She really thought she really th- just got to retire. Yeah, so just like yeah. she doesn't realize it, so she thinks he's actually retired. She's like, "Wow, that's so nice yeah. that he got to retire." And like, it pissed. It's only until her interaction with her dad that he's like, "Huh, maybe she didn't know about it." Yeah, still isn't that fucking nice to her though for a little bit. I'm like, "What's your?" I, 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 in my head, I was like, "What's your fucking problem, dude?" Like, come on. It really isn't until like she goes off on her dad that he's like, "Huh." Maybe not. Just maybe. Maybe she didn't betray me. She is innocent and all this. And yeah. I've spent the last maybe. three days like torturing her a little bit to like. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't really torture no, her. No, he doesn't really. He locks really. her up in the bedroom. But I know. like. Yeah. Like it, it. I mean. That's well, he really had her. Technically, first he had her. Oh, in a cell in the basement right. of the Jolly Roger. I so that, that was part. a little more. Yeah. But then it was the bedroom on the yacht. Yeah. So. It's not my favorite. Um, so then. So essentially, like um, her dad is like, can I talk to you in private? Because like James goes off to deal with something and he's like. Um, Hook is just using you to get to me and blah, blah, blah. Well, why would he have to use me, Dad? What did you do? Uh-huh. I love that shit. And um, so he comes back outside and James instantly is like threatening to kill Wendy. And Wendy is like begging James not to hurt her dad. And he like, literally says like, step in now or I'm going to fucking kill her. And Peter's fucking Silent. 
and it's the the some sacrifices oh. have to be made type of line mm-hmm. and that fucking kills me oh yeah and so he was like he tells wendy like just remember like your dad was 100 percent willing to let you die to save himself yep and they end up going to the, the jolly rogers burned down they find out that the bar got uh burnt down yep so he finally, they're back at the guy. He finally apologizes and is like, I'm sorry I kidnapped you. And she's like apologizing. She's like, I'm sorry about Rue. Like, I really didn't know. And, um. Well, and from here, it's just, it's, it's hitting like that, like quick little, like upline of like what's oh, going to yeah. be like the, like the climax of the whole thing where like he's finding out that there's a guy named Croc. He thinks it's Peter for sure. He's like yep. torture, like torturing people, trying to get information. He's finding out that like a bunch of people, including some in his organization, have this crocodile around a timepiece tattoo. Um, so he's trying to like figure out the moles. He's got ideas of people who are in his own organization. You just see things like totally crumbling around him um, with like Wendy being the only bright spot yep. kind of thing. With lots of sex mixed With in. lots of sex mixed in. It's wonderful. Uh, but, like, at this point, really, like, it just gets to, like, what is the climax of the thing? Because Wendy, of course, gets tricked like the dummy that she is. Yeah, pretty much. To get, like, grabbed by Tina Bell. What a, what a dumb well, fucking name. her dad calls her to her, meet up at the house. He doesn't or, even no. call. He texts her. No, John calls. She talks to John. Oh, yeah. And John says... Dad said to meet up at the house. He's sending a car, or whatever, because the boarding school is on some fucking island. He yeah. can't even like fucking leave. But it's like, hey, we're supposed to meet at the house. So she goes to the house. Tina's there, high off her goddamn mind, yep. on this pixie shit. And Tina immediately knocks her out. Yep, like hits her over the head with because the face. for some reason, like she's jealous that Wendy gets. Like more, is attention. more attention when she gets none. Zero. Like the logic there doesn't make yeah. any sense. Tina didn't make any sense. Yeah, knocks her out. Of course, then like James goes to like find like her at the same cave where Rue got slashed and killed. Um, and it's shocking. It's not just Peter, but uh, twist. It's me. It's me. fucking Smee is Croc, like the person who's been destroying his whole thing, and yep. not just that he's Smee. He's actually the co- like his cousin, so the son yep. of the uncle, but not like an official. Excuse me, I go to the not an official cousin because he's a bastard and he was waiting to be acknowledged, but he had to wait for James to get out of the way and turn eighteen before he would have been able to like get in his father's good graces. It's like a whole weird thing that comes out of fucking nowhere. And Gosh, I just he didn't surprise me. Well, Smee didn't surprise me. I don't think you need. The fact that he was a cousin, like a secret cousin that we were unaware of. That was so out of like nowhere that I was like, uh, I don't need that. I don't know. I think it made sense. I feel like the I, whole revenge like basis for him was based in family. Which I, th- I don't know. So it I feel was, like that made sense to me that like the person going after him was also family. I just, I, I thought it was weird. I think he could have had a connection to the uncle. I don't think it needed to be that he was like a weird, like forgotten son or something. Yeah. I think he could have been a legit son that could have been mentioned and that would have made more sense or it just it was literally like there was no hint that he even existed. So like as far as it was just odd to me how that was the choice. But they don't spend that much time on the uncle. I mean, there's like a lot of like this is like my trauma. Yeah. But they don't spend a lot of time with like. But like they could have tied a little bit of that in. Like if you want to make that connection to me, it was just so I don't know. It didn't make sense. He says, like, 
I was so in a rage that night that I wouldn't have even noticed if another person was there. Yeah, but he also lived there for years and years, so it wouldn't have. Yeah, I guess that's true. So that's that's where yeah. I was. That's where I, I got know. a little. I was just like, it. yeah, I don't care. Yeah. So it's again, it's me. Guns a blazing, blah blah oh, yeah. blah. Hook gets stabbed. Everyone's fucking dead, including Peter because Wendy shot him. So it's yep. it's Wendy has now committed murder. Well, because you find out that. Oh yeah, go John into it. is not um is her half brother. John is not Peter's son. You also find out that her mom did not die in a car accident like she had been told and that Peter killed her. And so she's just like all in her fucking feels. Well, and who is Jonathan's dad? James's dad. Oh, so they're actually half brothers. Yeah. So it's this whole big twisted web yeah. of bullshit. And I'm like, what is this yeah. happening? By the end of it, I'm like, wait, who's so, <laughs> so like Smee was actually a cousin, but like a yeah. secret cousin who is yeah. actually the son of the creepy sexual abuser uncle. Yeah. And then you've got Jonathan, who's the half brother yes. of both Wendy and James. Now they're going to be one big old happy family at yeah. the end. And okay, so he killed him. And her because yeah. of the affair, and it's like a whole big thing. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a whole big thing at the end. Um, but so from here, this is where I'm like, okay, cool, and they're together now. Like that's awesome. The end. From here, you, keep in mind in my in my head, I'm just like, okay, Wendy's 20, like in this whole thing. So I'm yeah. just thinking about this. I'm like, you're She's young, 21 now. Yeah, live your life. What they choose to do in the epilogue, instead of like. It's we're now ruling later. we're like ruling this empire together which as is, like king and queen such a good fucking which would have been such a good fucking Just ending be fucking king and queen uh instead it's wendy is pregnant with her second child yep. and they're all living on the boat including jonathan yep and he's gonna go uh, off they're and, married yeah he fucking bought the coffee shop for her she's like friends with angie and maria maria and curly are dating which was one of the bartenders it's fucking boring as hell it it, just, it is too conventional for what this was supposed to be. Yes. It was, was a forced happy ending that I did not, I didn't I was like, like. Why is this such a conventionally happy ending? When there's nothing conventional about no, these two people. Like, that's the thing. It should have been them being fucking mafia king and queens yep. at the end. And honestly, I wasn't mad about the Maria and Curly thing. That's no, that's fine. fine. That's cute. That's Throw totally that in fine. There. You want to live on the yacht with John? Live on the yacht with John. But why did you have to be married and on your second kid? Yeah. That was so unrealistic and came out of left field to me. I mean, the only like reason and like connecting thing to it is the fact that James like wanted family. Like he had been doing this but for she's family. 22. I know. I'm aware. That's what pissed me off too. That's, I said I hated the epilogue. I it hated doesn't epilogue. to me. It just it. It didn't make sense. It so it was another so epilogue forced. where I was just like... Honestly, I would have even rather had it if, like, at the very end of the epilogue, they were, like, thinking or talking about starting a family. Yeah, that's fine. That would have been fine. But it's too fucking that soon. That would have been fine. Way too I think soon. I would have even liked it if, like, they just ended the whole thing with them sailing off into the sunset. Would have been great. Would have been on, like, their next adventure, yep. like, conquering something. I have yeah. no idea. I but know. it just... I didn't... I, uh, I hated the epilogue. Um... I will say some honorable mentions, though, because there were two lines that I highlighted okay. that I absolutely loved, and I don't want to skip past them. Okay. So you get... Um, so I love it because they do this very stereotypical, like, um, he's like, I would give you anything you wanted. And she's like, let me guess, if I wanted to watch the world burn, you would burn it or something like that. And he's like... 
You want to watch the world burn? I, I'll hand you the match and stand at your back watching you become queen of the ashes. Again, what That's a cool how ass it should line. Have ended. That's how it should have fucking ended. That's where, okay, I'm just getting crazy yes. again. And then at the and then the other one I liked was he goes, darling, if I'm dark, then you're the stars. God damn it. Loved both of those lines. So great. And that was very much like the way he talks mm-hmm. throughout this book. Yep. Like oh he's intense obsessed. he's there's no like super intense yeah there is no mild mid mannered no. man he is full intensity all the time which was I, the epilogue was just such a disappointment it just I'm again this is another epilogue where I'm like you just wanted to be able to say that there was a happily ever after but I think that people need to stop thinking that a happily ever after has, has to be, to be married, married with kids hundred percent that's not always the case that's where I think like some of the ones that we found so pleasantly surprising have been when it's. They're happily together. That's like book, all. Um, book lovers. Yep, that we just that did. That is happily ever after. They're happily ever after. There are like different understandings of that. And with how you set up this couple to be, this ending in this time period does not make sense for no, them. They should have been just fucking. Honestly, the epilogue should have been them opening a new Jolly Roger. Yep. Starting their little drug business. And then maybe him like proposing. Well, because that's because that's the thing, too. I'm sorry. Two years, that's not a lot of time to rebuild an empire no. that's been crumbling around you, man. No. I'm no. saying. Well, they you don't, don't even work talk to about do. it. No, they don't. They don't even mention. So what's he fucking doing? Uh, who the fuck knows? No, they just got two kids. Who One's named Rue and the other on the way. Knows. Pissing me off. Which I will say. So they make a mention about how, like, she got pregnant when they first started fucking. And they fuck without a condom right off the bat. And mm-hmm. he, like, fully jizzes in her. And I was like, I literally wrote a comment, like, seems dumb. <laughs> dumb i love that i was like uh, you want to know why it seems dumb because it is dumb it's dumb <sighs> but on a whole minus the epilogue we're gonna do the same thing with what was the other epilogue we hated uh oh my god i'm blinking what was it it was oh book lovers no it wasn't was it book lovers? Yes. It was book lovers. <laughs> Fuck book. Yeah. See, we, all, we, did, we did such a good job of forgetting about it that I literally We're forgot forget there was the epilogue. an epilogue. It doesn't exist. It doesn't fucking exist. It ended with them after the shootout and the stabbing, just like going back to the mansion. Perfect. That's the all yacht. you need. Every book Done. does not need the traditional happy ending. No. You do not fucking need it. PSA to authors. Knock it off. Stop it. If it makes sense for that, if, if that is a priority Stop for it. those characters, then fucking go for it. But this did not make sense. No. So, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Just stop it right now. We just need, just stop it. Stop and it. If you get that itch, don't fucking do it. Unless it makes sense for your characters. God, it made no sense for these made characters. It made no fucking sense for these characters. Go and watch the, go and burn the world down together. Don't, honestly, whatever. how do you have all those great lines about darkness and like running this empire and burning the world? Oh, darkness, my old friend. We've got two babies on the boat. <laughs> no, it's not. A, it didn't work out. Uh, but yeah. But yeah. Otherwise, though, I thought this was a really good one. It was It was refreshing for what we I, needed. I needed it. I needed just a very standard villain gets the girl minus the epilogue. This is what I needed in my life. Yep. Very smut heavy. I liked that she... I mean, I hated that she was a virgin because we all know that I don't like that. But I'm glad that that wasn't a trope. Well, I liked it's that she over very quickly. My favorite thing is that she didn't like overplay the innocence piece of it. So like there were those no. like moments where like he wanted her to like act a little more innocent. And like she had the thought, 
I'm not giving him that today. I'm not doing that. Today. Oh, yeah. I'm, no. like, I'm not going to like act like I'm super innocent. That's not how it I am. Great. Even if I haven't. Yeah, it was great. I loved how that yeah. was tackled. Yes. So I think that this Absolutely. is one of the more like less icky versions of I'm a virgin. Type I would of agree. A hundred percent. Yeah. But I mean, that's it. We have two more picks, though, for our birthday bus. I know. And I'm excited for the next one. I know you were kind of. Well, it was OK. Whatever. We'll get into <laughs> we'll get into talks about it. Uh, but then we've got one more for Liz and then we're, uh, done for our birthday month, but yeah. And then not another theme month for, which I think we need. We just need some good non-June. Yeah. June. We have, um, extra hot and spicy because it's summer. So it's summer, isn't it? It's like summer themed pride month, honey. Oh, fuck me. (laughs) God, God, get fucked. Of course it is. Yeah, it's pride month. So we have all, um, LGBTQ. Dude fucking hot okay super excited oh yeah we got some mm we got some some lady love oh god i hope we got i need some lady love. a non-binary Ooh, i think i think yeah no i think you're right can't remember if we kept that one or we'll have to double check that or not okay but yeah it's gonna be good but yeah may is just some random one so not another theme month until june yeah but uh we're halfway done with april yay oh aries season it's always aries season for us i know it really is though it's just all that chaos okay so if you have not yet, please leave us a review. We love the feedback. We need it so desperately. I just want to know how we can do better or what we're already doing well. Otherwise, interact with us on socials. We absolutely love that. We still freak out every single time it happens. You can uh, find us on Instagram or TikTok at the Smut and Swear Words Pod or by reaching out to us through email at the Smut and Swear Words Pod at gmail.com. Anything you'd like to say about this uh, birthday pick of yours, Liz? End it on a high note. Get fucked on a boat? Oh. Preferably okay. a yacht? Preferably a yacht? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, a pontoon would work, I but feel- a yacht would be nicer. <laughs> a pontoon would sway a little bit too much by then you just fall in the water. Yeah, I like that. If you- a pontoon would be better than a rowboat, at least. Yeah, everyone stay smutty and, you know, see if you can get some boat sex. Yeah. I just had sex. Same group. But the hell's so good. Because I'm on a boat. And it's, it's going, going fast, fast and, and got a nautical theme past me and Afghan. All right. With my swim chunks. And my flippin' floppers. Do it flips and shit. We're, we are done. All right. We're out. Bye.